0: We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. What never ceases to amaze me, however long we've been doing this for, is just hearing the real life stories of how this simple instructions really just works and changes people's lives. So I was talking to someone the other day who has a job that they don't really love at the moment and really wants to be a photographer. Like that's their dream is to be a photographer. And I saw this person recently and they said, oh, I've just spent all weekend learning, like setting up my website, getting my Instagram going. I took a bunch of photos. I I put together some kind of like portfolio and everything. And that really inspires me always. Like I love hearing stories of people having a dream and then just like acting on it. Do you know what I mean? Because I think that's actually the hardest thing is just doing the thing. Um, there's no secret sauce to that. But I was saying, wow, I find that so inspiring. And they go, yeah, I've already had two people that want to work with me this week um, that haven't even seen my website or anything just yet. And I was like, well, and I totally forgotten that we looked at this person's chart like a month ago. And I was like, well, you're a projector. So you were literally invited by two separate people. And he's like, yeah, but it was like my friends. I was like, so? Um, and he's like, just to get going and everything. And I was like, well, It really is that simple. You got invited and even if it's not directly by them seeing the website or them seeing the whatever, what's amazing to me is that it's such a perfect illustration of what we talk about here, where it's like the second you show the universe, you take the action to show the universe you are serious about doing your part, that gets this momentum going of activating this, yes, I want to be a photographer and I'm actually serious about it. And when you put your money where your mouth is, even if it's not directly related, it starts to send you the invitations or it starts to send you the things to respond to or it starts sending you the urges or it starts nudging you as a reflector. And I just think it's so cool that um, it reminded me of something you said to me recently where people have a hard
1: time believing it is that simple. Is that what you said to me? Yeah, I said it, I think, because I think it's just hard for people when they don't have the evidence in their real life to believe that it is that simple, but Mm -hmm. it's also because I think I was going to ask you in this situation, I think a lot of people do start things. Let's talk about, you know, projectors, for example, they Mm -hmm. do start something and then they're not getting the invitations. And Mm -hmm. I think what the, when we go back around and figure out why the invitations aren't coming in, it's often because maybe they were acting on something that didn't have to do with their authority. So mm-hmm. it's like the the dance mm-hmm. of the strategy and authority is also key in order to get the invitations to come towards you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A hundred
0: percent. I mean, if I think about me starting my food business, it was much harder to get invitations because I was doing something because I thought it would get me the thing I wanted. Like I thought it would make me successful or I thought it would make me important or valid in my parents' eyes. So I wasn't doing it because I had a genuine emotional authority response to starting a food business. In fact, it was something that I almost gave myself credit for not loving doing and still doing it anyway. You know what I mean? And So that's completely not authority and you're right. When it comes from that pure place of just the thing itself resonating with you, where you would be happy to do that thing for, for the thing in itself. Um, that's when the alignment comes and loving doing that thing for the thing in itself is the way the universe shows you this is what you should be doing. So it's not like a selfish thing where like, oh, well, why do I like this? That's never going to give me the results I want. In fact, it is exactly the thing that's going to give you the results I want. And that's why I said to him when he told me the story, I was like, well, we totally forgot, but you know, we looked at your chart and your projector. And also when you are doing the thing that's aligned, that's when things happen and fall into place so quickly like the fact that it happened to him a week after um is a sign and you should want the um sort of I guess the quick feedback from the universe that that yes okay this is a path I want you to go down yes you don't have that many blocks um around this sort of thing right because even if for example as a projector you're doing something that is aligned for you if you still have a fear of being seen the universe will work at your pace, right? So it will send you the, the right invitations that are proportionate to the size of the vessel that you have grown yourself into, right? And that doesn't mean you have to be an unlimited vessel tomorrow. It just means that there's a journey there where as your life goes on, you're more comfortable with being seen. As your life goes on, you get rid of fears, no matter who you are. You get rid of fears of being successful. You get rid of fears of being powerless, Um, being powerful beyond measure. You get rid of... Um, any fears of losing things you know you work through stuff and so you have a bigger vessel to hold more invites or responses or responsibilities or creativity or productivity anyway um but I think the funny thing is is that because so much of the world is unaligned your quote really rang true with me you know yeah. and I really wrote it down because our brains don't want to believe it's that simple and our brains when it does happen that simply, we just go, oh, yeah, but it was just a friend who asked me or, oh, yeah, but of course I ha- had to happen that way rather than like, oh, no, no, I activated the magic and the magic comes through in the most mundane ways. It's not that the heavens open and this the rainbows and unicorns shower down on you, right? Like it's always going to come through. Oh, this person said this to me or all of a sudden I got an Instagram from the person or someone told me through a friend that they wanted me to do this. Like that's that's how earthly life works.
1: Right and I'm thinking back too to even before we were working together when I probably had for the first time started understanding the paying attention to my authority on what to take action on because before we were working together, I was applying my gifts, like the things that I was good at, I was doing, but I was also manufacturing things to apply that gift to, right? I didn't have, you know, I was like, what's my way of manifesting? I was like trying to figure out like what my course is that I could market, right? Or Mm -hmm. what my messages and guidance was that I could market and apply my gifts to. But it Mm -hmm. was like moving through mud because And when I had, I had to take a step back and go, what does my authority actually want me to do? And my spleen Mm. was like, take Jenna's course. Mm. And again, I made up in my mind logically that I was going to be maybe a human design reader. And it wasn't actually that I kept listening to my spleen. I listened to my spleen to start making TikToks. That's how you found me. And then Mm -hmm. you invited me to work with you logically didn't make sense to me. And my spleen said, let go of your clients. And then we kept working together. And now I'm able to see the difference between applying my gifts in a way that feels like I'm being invited and applying Mm -hmm. my gifts in a way that feels like I'm manufacturing, trying to get myself to get invitations.
0: Mm. It's so funny because what it does and it's what all of us humans do is that we try to make the obvious dots connect when we have no idea what other mystical dots we need to encounter along the way that can that can bring us to a future that is much more um unincalculable than what what our brains can try to come up with right and so you could have easily stopped yourself by saying well what's the point of taking a course like all I'm ever going to do is become a reader right and I've had so many instances of that in my life you know when I first started doing human design and it wasn't even a thing Um, I only really took a chance on that because I was in a place where I was so desperate right and desperation and 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 real kind of hitting rock bottoms of unfulfillment have a way of kind of putting the fire up your ass to do something you know but everything logically was like, well, you're going to make less money, you're gonna only end up, you know, being a nothing on the fringe of society being some weird, you know, reader freak, you know, no one's going to understand what you do, how are you going to get clients, like all the things that you think you have to do, like how are you going to find people, how are you going to get clients, blah, 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 blah. And in fact, all that happened is that, A friend invited me to do a reading for her and then she told her friend and then her friend asked me for a reading and then I did more and then I did more and then I did more and then I did more. And then it turned into, you know, a website and an app and our own software and a book and all these different kinds of things. But again, if I had tried on purpose to create a book from scratch, and then the logical thing is, okay, well, put a proposal together. I never wrote a proposal. Um, Get a book agent. I never got a book agent. Think about who your ideal publishers are. Never did that either. But the result was still a great result because it led me to a place where I was using my gifts and then the universe says okay well this is the use I'm going to put you to I'm going to allocate what use I'm going to make of you when you just show up and share your gifts right like I um said this on our in our um on our book launch day I never set out to write a book I um just put one foot in front of the other of I'm going to share my gifts in the way that I can best share them today. And then tomorrow is the same thing. And then the next day is the same thing. The form that those things take doesn't really matter. But what most people try and do, most of us try and do is think about the form and then squeeze ourselves to fit the form rather than believe that the form will shape shift around us according to how we shop and there are unlimited amount of forms that we don't even know exist yet or available to us because we're still trying to fit ourselves into the old structure so we go okay course maker influencer computer programmer banker whatever it is instead of being like you know what the form that I take will show itself every day more and more
1: and I think it's that's exciting and I think it's worth pointing out here again, because just hearing Jenna's process isn't necessarily her saying you should follow her exact process because you're also non-specific. So mm-hmm. thinking too hard about the form and thinking, I want to write a book and that mm-hmm. is the way that I'm going to get my message out is actually mm-hmm. incorrect for you. Whereas yes. you've also said to me things like, what you want lightly come, what is it? When you want, what you want lightly comes easily. things you
0: want easily come lightly. The things you want lightly come easily.
1: Yeah, so like I'm specific. So there is sometimes things where I could say, oh yeah, I want to write a book someday, but wanting it lightly and not like, you might have these ideas of things that you want to do or I want to, you know, speak on stage in front of a hundred people or whatever, whatever it is for you. You might have some specific things, but Mm -hmm. not attaching, even as a specific, not attaching myself to how that actually comes about or what that form takes, or if that even is what I want, because maybe that's what I think I wanted from that current perspective that I had. So wanting, like having those things that you might want to kind of be more light. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And I think the the way to keep them light is to not put so much pressure on them to give you something back. So if you want to write a book, you want to write a book for the fulfillment of writing a book. You want to write a book for the joy of, you know, what it's going to do for you. When you cram all these expectations and pressures into these goals to fulfill other things for you that they might not be able to fulfill. That's when they become heavier, right? So I want to write a book so I can finally feel important. It's completely different than I really want. My soul just wants to write a book, right? And, um, you know, I've said this before, but it takes the universe the same amount of energy to manifest a coin on the street as it does a castle. So it's not about the size, but sometimes we find the smaller things easier to believe. So for example, um, someone was telling me, the other day about this DJ that was performing and he was like, you have to come with me next time they play. Um, They play a certain night here once a week and, but they're on at 3am and I'm not the best at staying up until 3am just to wait for a DJ to just start. And he was like, you will come with me next time. Sure. Come with me. And I was like, I really want to see them, but I just don't really want to see them that late. Lo and behold this week tonight, they're performing at 10 at 10 PM. Perfect timing for you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. As a, as a one-off in a different location and I'm going, and it wasn't like I on purpose manifested it. It just crossed my mind of, Oh, I'd love to go see them, but wouldn't it be cool if they came Like, I'd love it if it was earlier. And then that's just how it happened. And it's just such a reminder that when you're connected to that real, like not thinking about your wants and trying to figure out what your wants are, but just feeling whatever organic want is coming through you, whether it's big or small, and they're not questioning it. That's when it just happens. And then it's like, did you want it, or did the universe send you the want as a little signal of what was to come anyway? Right. Who so, knows? Who knows? And that's where it's like, is it free will or is it destiny? And that's another place where they kind of, you know, co mingle. But that's where I think we really go wrong is thinking about needing to know what we want rather than just accepting and trusting the organic wants that come in without needing to fill in the details, without needing to add to it, without needing to fluff it up, make it sound perfect, make it easy for us to understand. Um whatever small wants come to you, come to you. And actually, um, you know, I've spoken about this as well, but with full moons and new moons and intention setting, I often say to people, the best hack I have for you is to just think about the the thing that is top of mind that you want right now. And just ask for that thing. Because a lot of the times when we ask for things, we think we have to come up with these like lists, right? So it's like, okay, if I'm gonna do a full moon intention setting or if I'm gonna write down my intentions, that means I have to cover like every area of my life. And sometimes that kind of dilutes the power of it because again, life is moment to moment. So you can always ask for more later. You can ask for more tomorrow, but why not just put all your focus and all your heart and all your feeling into the thing that's kind of swirling around you today?
1: And they do swirl around Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they don't go anywhere. No, they don't. And I think that the swirling around too is like directing your attention towards something. So instead of fabricating things to manifest and trying to think in your head about things or fabricating and manufacturing things that you want to make happen pay attention Mm -hmm. I think that's a really good tip is like pay attention to what's actually swirling around you Mm -hmm. because that is if you're you know a generator that's like your body responding to something that if you're Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like you're you're seeing what's swirling
0: Mm -hmm. and so it's much more important to know that the swirling one is also the one that has kind of reached its its ripening time you know so, yeah. for example, like if you're asking for, I don't know, um, some relate. OK, you're asking to um, for a relationship. Right. And that's the thing that's swirling around you. Why would you kind of water that down by also asking for something to do with health and something to do with work and a home? If, for example, you're not actually ready on a soul level to move home but you just think that you should ask for something in that category because you're just so happened to be asking about going on dates or something, right? It's, It's like one thing at a time. We don't have to have this massive either do nothing or do it all, right? Um, every day, what your thoughts are is asking. So why not connect to the thing that is really asking you to connect to it? And just give that all your focus and attention, which are your, your two biggest powers, right? Your attention and your intention and your energy. Um, And then let that ripen because that's the time for that. And then after that will come the time for something else. And so it takes the pressure off having to have this like big laundry list for the whole rest of your life which life is going to change so much. And the world is going to change so much that it takes the, um, it it really brings out the absurdity of, of trying to know everything that we want from life, even between now and next year, to be honest with you on a lot of levels, <laughs> unless something you really feel strongly in your soul and in your bones and in your heart, in which case go for it. But leave the rest to the unknown and it will it will swell, it will come to you when it's time is is right to be to be made real or to be made a change in your life.
1: I wonder too, because I had multiple people during the um, book launch event ask me, because they know I'm splenic, because my splenic authority, because they hear us on the podcast. And they were asking me, how do you hear it? I feel like I can't hear it. It feels so hard. And I think maybe as you're saying this, idea that we sometimes need to just focus on the one thing that's right in front of us. I think sometimes when we're trying to focus on too many things, it actually clogs us up from being able to hear our authority telling us Mm -hmm. what the next thing to act on is. Because Mm -hmm. at least for me and my spleen, it's so in the moment. It's so Mm -hmm. quick. It's so, and I think like when people say, I don't know what it sounds like when they're talking about their authority. If you really think back on your life. I feel like most people will have, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, most people will have at least one instance where they can go, oh, that was my authority. Mm-hmm. And when I acted on it, something happened. So for mm-hmm. me, when I learned about splenic, I had one moment that I was like, oh, that is what it was. And then I sort of felt into that. And I realized that I couldn't hear that if I wasn't being in my life in the moment, sitting in the seat of what was happening to me right now. And just paying mm-hmm. attention to what was swirling in front of me, that's when mm-hmm. it got louder. Um, and I just sort of was like, I didn't really mess around. I just kind of went for the big things and it ended up working out for me.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's such a um, good point to make. And there's a very easy answer as to why, which is when we are making it really complicated and packing all of our life into it that is the mind still that is letting your mind run your life right that's having a concept of your life that you're trying to come up with right that can only happen in the mind yeah the body the body doesn't know the conceptualization of life the body doesn't know planning out my future the body doesn't know how is it all going to fit the body knows today alignment right now how does it feel what's coming up And so even if, for example, your emotional authority, it's still living in the moment, right? Because it's paying attention to your feelings, waiting until you're um, in that cool, calm and collected state. It's the where the rubber meets the road of making magic happen in life is you dancing with what is in front of you today. Any time you get out of the dance of what's right in front of you, you're in the mind. The only thing that can meet the future or the past is the mind. The body can meet you in the present and not just the present day, but this actual situation that is custom sent to you for a reason to give you this little opening to jump up to the next level of your alignment. And that's where your authority can really sing for you. So of course your authority can't also say, and whilst you're at it, here's a list of 20 other things I need you to do.
1: Right? So, oh, I love when we get in a conversation that sort of explains a common spiritual concept. Um, when are when we always are hearing be in the moment, be in the now, the power of now, all those things, this is why this is the yeah. mechanic, this is the mechanics of why, because you're out of your mind, you get, yes. get the mind out of the way and you can actually hear your authority. And mm-hmm. when you pay attention to your authority and you act on it, that's when you create the invitations. That's when, um, the strategy and authority can dance.
0: Yes. A hundred percent. And that's when you realize that you can get off the hook of having to know tomorrow to feel safe because life is a gamble. Life is uncertain. Life is unknown. And that's part of the reason why we as souls come here, but that you don't have to know that everything's going to be okay. And even if you do, that's kind of an illusion because things can happen to anybody. However, if you've won the day in terms of becoming more aligned and more centered in yourself, you can guarantee the one thing is that your tomorrow, you will be able to handle so much better because you are the next best version of you. You have become closer into your strength, into your self-trust, into your um, becoming the authority of your own life. And then you realize that everything else around you doesn't have the power over you that you gave it when you thought it was bigger than you. When you've played this game enough to know, Oh this is life trying to help me become more of the person I came here to be and if I do my part life will help me life will cooperate with me and it will send me things um that are a match for what I um you know the 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 saying in kabbalah is that the the solution always gets created before the problem meaning that anything that comes your way is only there to help get you to your next level. And that the solution, i.e., you growing, is why the universe sends you the quote unquote problem, challenge, good situation, good opportunity, bad opportunity in the first place, anyway. And so it's that self-trust that carries you through whatever life is whatever life is gonna um send you. So it's it gives you this not a guarantee, but a a sense of. I've got this and we've got this together and I've got my own hand through this and I know how to play this game and I can become a master of alchemizing whatever um, physical situations and details get thrown at me when I see them this way rather than I need to make sure that I know exactly how tomorrow is gonna go in order for me to relax. And that's the paradigm that most of us have been taught to live in
1: yeah. and I'm it's bringing up for me an example that I think you actually mentioned in the magic of Human Design, the live talk, which is actually available on the website. If you missed the book launch event, it was probably one of my favorite talks that Jen has done. And it just covered a lot of different topics around um human design. So highly recommend that. But you mentioned something in the episode or in that talk about how, even like in our relationships for example our romantic relationships i think we really try to be able to predict like the longevity of something and you said like really you ultimately can't know you mm-hmm. can't know if you're going to spend the rest of your life with somebody what you can do is rely on your own system your authority to moment to moment make sure that you are still aligned in that relationship and that has helped me so much and i think like the fears in Cause I have a, most of my work is to do in relationships and m- my fears when I, whenever they're swirling, it is when I'm in my mind. But when mm. I come back into the moment and I look at the man I have in front of me and the relationship I have in front of me, it's so comforting to know that I can rely on myself mm. to know what's right for me right now. I even mm. said to a friend who is in the dating is dating right now. And she was sort of spiraling about this new guy that she's dating. And she's like, I don't know, like maybe he's, maybe this and maybe this. And I said, stop, see him tonight and look at the man that's in front of you. And your mm. body will know, like your mm. your body li- is clear in the moment. So again, it's like the being in the moment, being able to listen to yourself is mm. working the mechanics.
0: Yeah. And all you can ever know is, is it right for me today? right now do I still want it do I still have good feelings about it do I still does my is my authority saying yes for today that's all any human being can ever know and so trying to kid ourselves that we're doing anything else is just that it is just kidding ourselves it is just living in illusion and I think um, truth even though it's more unknown even though it's more scary what you can know if you live this way, moment to moment, is that, okay, maybe this person is not going to be forever, but you will love who you are in relationship more because you will instead change your focus to showing up to the person that's in front of you in a way that you love, and that that means that maybe you'll have ten relationships, but they'll be full of much more love, which is why you want the relate the long relationship anyways, you want a life full of love that always grows. If you always grow, the love that you have with other people will always grow too. If you always show up as a more open-hearted version of yourself, that could change 20 times or it could change with, you're going to be with one person for life, but you'll still get more, which is what we want when we try to secure things and keep things and hold on to things is that we just, we don't want to lose them. But if you've cultivated it in yourself, because the universe is a mirror, you are always going to go on an upward trajectory, even if the form changes back to the form conversation again, even if the form changes, your inner personal giftedness and sharingness of that and how you give it with an open heart and how much you um, show up with that sort of warmth and the wonder of life and the mysticism, like that's all going to get reflected back to you. So instead of thinking about what we can secure from the outside world to get us the things we want, we, and it sounds again, like it's another spiritual cliche, but become that because we live in a quantum world where if you've created that in yourself, that is what you will literally create on this very malleable fabric of mostly empty space that accommodates to shapeshift around what you are um, molding into physical reality based on your consciousness.
1: Right. And I do want, before we end this um, episode, I want to point out one other thing that you mentioned that I can direct people to, because if you liked this episode, definitely check out the magic of human design live talk on the website. But then also you mentioned something about free will versus destiny. Mm -hmm. Um, And we actually have an episode where if you scroll back, I'll actually link it in the show notes to make it easy. But it was a really fun episode that we sort of toyed with the idea of free will and destiny. I think you'd like that episode.
0: Yeah, it's one of my favorites, actually, of all the ones we've done.
1: I mean, we say that about everyone. It's like trying to pick pick a favorite child. (laughs) Yeah, this is true.
0: That one really really, um, resonated with me, though, because I think – so many of the, I guess, philosophization throughout history um, still has yet to come to this fact that there is a weird, in different polarities, there's similarity. You know what I mean? And so it's not free will or destiny. It's not um, spirituality or physicality. It's not science or magic. It's that they're all actually, they converge at the extremes. And I think that's a really... Um, that's going to be a concept that we're going to see much more now, um, especially in the run up to 2027. We're going to see convergence of what we think extremes and mutually exclusive concepts are and actually how they meet at the very, at that sort of, if you want to call it that zero point field. They're just um, uh, different expressions of the exact same thing at the sea level. And I think free will and destiny is is a really fun one to start with to understand the the convergence of seeming polarity.